0: Welcome back to the show, everybody. This week, we have the pleasure and honor of receiving a great example of what following your heart can lead you to. She made it her mission to liberate independent, success-minded professionals from the shackles, my lord, the shackles, of a corporate career so they can start, grow, and scale their own, your own business, and not only replace your corporate income, but exceed it much like I made it my mission to eradicate boring speeches off the face of the earth. So listen up and get cues on how to present yourself and escape that soul-crushing job and make some noise for Tammy Hammer Time Jeffy.
1: Hey, Sly. Thank you for having me. Woo! Oh, yeah. There's there's, there's
0: a crowd sound. (sighs) (laughs) Yes. Feeling good? Feeling good. Let's get right to it. Just give you a bit of context. The goal here is to help John. Great at what he does, intelligent, right? But for some reason, when he goes out to speak, it could be a webinar, a Zoom call, a pitch. He's getting invited to the local media to speak about his business. It's horrible. He just loses it, he you know, stammers, stutters, sweats, and delivers a shitty speech. No conversion, no sale, no influence, and all the bad stuff that comes with that. So in your opinion, do you have any idea why do most speeches suck so bad? I think there's a few things, but poor
1: John who can't convert, who can't get his message right is sweating to death on stage. There's a few pieces that might be going on for him, right? Speeches suck because one, they don't know what they're trying to get across. They don't know how they wanna leave people feeling What are you trying to take them through in your talk? Because it's not just about delivering your message and giving content. I mean, all that's nice, (laughs) but you've got to make them feel something. You've got to get that emotion going to make someone realize where you're coming from. What, you know, so when you're putting that speech together, when you're putting your talk together, where do you want to take them on this journey? Where do you, you know, what's their starting part? Where are they now? What have they been through? How can you relate to that? And how do you pull them through to the other side? How do you get them to realize what it is you wanted them to take action on?
0: So beautiful. I didn't tell you, but I have a four-step system, to seed, the state, the story, and the show. And in the story part of the system, there's a three levels of stories. So there's a story you're telling with your face, right? Yes there's a story you're telling yourself in your own mind about what you're saying with your face, which is even more important, uh-huh. More, but, but let, let, uh, even more important than that is what the story they are telling themselves in their own mind about what you're saying with your face. Yes. So that's what you're alluding to here. So he has a clear target. He knows he wants to guide them somewhere. He mm-hmm. takes in consideration what do they know? At what level of readiness are they? Are they product aware, solution aware, problem aware? Where are they on scale? And then he wants to make them feel and, and drive them somewhere. Yes. Any tips or tricks on, for example, you like you 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 exude, you know, like light and positivity and smiles and stuff. Any tips on someone who's not like that to be more like, I don't know,
1: expressive maybe? Yeah, I mean, one of the things you can do is picture your best friend you're talking to, someone that you would have an engaging conversation with and that you would laugh with and engage with instead of thinking about all of these people who don't know you and finding that intimidation coming at you. So one, just take the pressure off yourself, right? You're just another person. They're looking to you because you are the expert when you're up there speaking. But engage with them, you know, Think of them as your favorite client who you've gotten to know and you've worked with over time that you can now sit down and have an engaging conversation with. So you want to, you know, I think one, we got to take the pressure off and I do energy work. And so I have a whole routine on can share with you all on YouTube at some point that you can do just to set yourself up energetically to give a good talk and to not feel all that pressure, not stop sweating. One of my clients came to me and she had a She was a, um, she worked in social working and she had been asked by an association to come speak to 5,000 doctors and nurses. And she's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to do that. I'm not like, you know, I'm not the speaker. And she's like, I sweat every time I get in stage. And I just took her through some things prepped did the energy clearing for her and I showed her how to do it. And that's actually who I recorded this video for. Cause I'm like, here, take it with you. Do this, go in the bathroom for five minutes and do this beforehand. And she's like, Oh my goodness. The first time I didn't like have to tear my clothes off afterwards because I was sweating so bad. And so you've got to be able to, you know, there's certain pieces to it, right? You've got to set yourself up energetically knowing what you want to come out as clearing those things that are holding you back but having that right connection with the people that are there so that they walk away going, oh, I get her or I get him. And I know exactly where they are, what we're trying to go through and how to get there now.
0: The problem is internal and the solution is internal. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. How about not being intimidated? For example, a lot of people will get intimidated by oh shit, I got to go speak to 5,000 doctors and nurses. I don't even have a college degree, for example. I don't have the credentials. Yeah. I got nothing to back right against. And one of the things that I teach is stop hiding behind the message. You show up as the messenger. But any tips or stories or tricks about how to not be intimidated while meeting either famous people or big crowds or something like that comes to mind?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely some things you can do to help prepare yourself, but also you've got to go step by step. And sometimes, but there's always going to be those moments where you're like, "Oh my goodness, that person is, you know, making more money more than me," or you're meeting some famous person you've always looked up to. And I am—I'm one of the E Women Network Premier Success Coaches, and we were on a call the other day with Sandra Yancey, who is the founder of the organization, and some of the newer people on the call were like someone typed in the chat oh my goodness I was, I was so nervous I didn't know what to say intimidated by Sandra and I think you've got to realize she's just a person as well you know at the beginning of the call she's struggling with her getting on zoom and sharing her screen. Yeah. everybody has the same struggles and when you break it down and think about You know, they're just a person. They have feelings just like you. They've gone through a lot of the same things as you. Just because they're at a different level doesn't mean they don't have struggles. Doesn't mean they haven't been where you're at. And so take that intimidation and stop looking at it as they're so different. They're going to look at me differently because when it comes down to it, we're all connected. And we all have the same feelings, the same aspects of what we go through in life at different times and when you can relate and when you speak about topics that everybody can relate to then they're going to connect with you no matter who they are
0: now here's a secret right there a lot of people come to me and say well i don't know what to talk about so let's say you're selling i don't know shoe shining kits right Well, if you only talk about shoe-shining kits, people might get bored about that.
1: (laughs) They may. I don't know how much you can talk about that.
0: There you go. But also, you also might get bored speaking about shoe-shining kits. Absolutely. So there's a thing called the five-by-five content grid, which is you take your five passions and five different angles. And that way, you can speak about everything you want to speak about. And you always, with five different angles... So you can give great content to your audience mm-hmm. in a variety of different ways. You have 25 different pieces of content that you can cycle through every quarter and you tie that into your shoe shining kits. So the, the, the circling back to taking them somewhere, not being intimidated and ma- making them feel the emotion at one point where people get thrown off Once they get good at the speaking game or the Zoom thing game, they're cool, they're collected, they got their energy routine, they've been praying the night before, whatever it is, they go, yeah, I got this. And then they move on to the sale. So if anybody would like to uh, know more, (laughs) well, just um, click the link. Come on. See, so there's a switch there. There So the intimidation is at it is a moment instead of being someone like Sandra for example the intimidation is a moment in time where they they move the person right to the the purpose of why they're doing the content in the first place. Have you seen stories or bad or good about moving through that process more fluidly so they don't suck so bad.
1: (laughs) Yes. There's absolutely things that can help you. And I think you know when that confidence level starts to drop again. So I have a formula that I say that I have, that's called the clarity trifecta, and it's how to make a change and how to do things. But confidence is one of the rings on the triangle. And I believe that your confidence increases as your clarity increases. And so you can't be confident in something you're not clear on. So if you lose your confidence when you're trying to go sell, you're either not clear on what it is you're selling, you're not clear on the benefits that you can provide you know those people, out. the, you know, the tangible results, cause they have to be tangible. Otherwise you might as well not be selling it. And you're not, or you're not clear on how to deliver that message. Right. So when, I mean, I know, Sai, you give so many tips on how to give the message and, you know, helping people through that. So you've got some tools and techniques that you can use on the how, So if you figure out the how and get clear on that, then it comes down to, are you really confident in what you're doing? Are you clear on what you're doing? Are you clear on your messaging and what you're going to do for them? Because if you know you can deliver results for people, you know that this is going to benefit them, then you're really doing them a disservice if you don't offer it in the right way. You're doing them a disservice because if you can if you can help them through a struggle they're going through, if you can help them through, you know, if your weight loss coach, getting, losing weight, if you're, you know, helping someone with leadership, getting them into a place where they can be better leaders and lead their businesses or their organizations better. Yeah, compliance, I mean, compliance,
0: yes. compliance,
1: compliance, compliance, <laughs> compliance. Yeah, absolutely. So own who you are and what you do for people you know, get secure in that. And then you can use, there's so many tools. And I know, so you've got some techniques for them to use as well of how to lay it out so that it makes sense and it flows well. But when you get to that point and you're like stumbling and practice, practice,
0: and practice. You just made me think of something. I have two questions quick. So I want to clarify. Did you say your clarity trifecta or your confidence trifecta?
1: like tr- clarity trifecta
0: <laughs> okay so so we'll get back to this so i'm gonna draw three circles but there's there's a thing people might not know it's called the crossfade mm-hmm. anyone who's done video editing or i'm from the show business world like music so we have a, we can crossfade audio tracks yes so what you can do is you can take a song right and then have another song and just put it next to another So one song finishes the other one starts That's how some people get nervous about the teaching to selling part. Because if you want to escape that soul crushing corporate job, you're going to need to go out there on your own or work for somebody else. There's going to be selling involved. Absolutely. You're going to need to broadcast you. In the corporate, you hide behind the logo. You hide behind the procedures. You in your your own business or your thing, it's your decisions, your call, your face. Absolutely. So they cannot be like, so, okay, let's today we're going to be teaching about, I don't know, shoe shining kids. dead stop. Okay, now buy my shoe shining kids. So there's a thing called a crossfade where you take both of the both tracks and you merge them. Now people think of, oh, that's so, I never thought about this. Thank you. That's, a, that's great. Just because of you. If you have two tracks, if, if you push them hard enough, you can crossfade the whole way through. So instead of having a three-minute song and a three-minute song, you have a three-minute song that is both songs together crossfaded in an X pattern. So you're always selling, always teaching. No nope. straight cutoff.
1: Absolutely. And I, you know, I think that's a great point in that you don't just get to the end and now you're selling, right? You yeah. are setting it up as you go. You're laying the foundation of why you're the expert and why they should buy something from you, why they need to work with you. And if you don't have a valuable product or service, then you shouldn't be up there selling it. <laughs>
0: yeah, go make one, get one, find one. Yeah. Yes. So what's the three uh, prong approach? So what's the clarity trifecta? So we have the confidence and clarity thing. Yeah. So in the
1: book I wrote, which is called, you already made the decision. You're just not happy with it. It's you- a-
0: Do you have one here? Show me that. You have it with me. I can hold that up for you. Look, (laughs) it's you. You already made the decision. You just aren't happy. That's beautiful. How to make better decisions. What's the subtitle?
1: Yes, how to make a better decision or live with the ones you've made.
0: Oh, that's great. So Where did that come from?
1: Well, I think, you know, so many times I see people kind of sitting at the decision. They say they're stuck, right? (laughs) How many times we hear people say they're stuck? replace stuck with stubborn. Cause we're really not stuck. You can't be stuck. Life keeps moving. You're really stubborn and not making the decision, or you've really already made that decision. Your decision is that it's not now. Now is not the time. It's not my priority or, you know, there's a million other reasons why we say we want to do something and we don't do it. And so I, got sick and tired of being sick and tired of hearing this being said. And I had gone through it similarly within the corporate job and trying to make a transition and saying some of those things. And then I realized, you know, Hey, make the decision and move on or don't do it. And so what I came up with is um, the formula for lasting change. And that's what I call the clarity trifecta. And
0: so in the book, Courage, confidence, and commitment.
1: Yeah. So the circle in the middle is clarity and, when you think about a change you want to make and something you want to do differently, your clarity around that starts out really small, right? It probably starts off penny size and like a
0: laser. Okay. I got something.
1: Yeah. Like I got an idea. I want to do something different. This isn't going well, but you don't know how to do it. You don't know what you're going to do. You don't know the steps you're going to take. And so you've got to get clarity on those things. So when you're getting up to speak, you know, you decide you want to speak, right? You You know, you're still probably trying to figure out exactly what you're talking about, what your title is, how you you make that message clear, what you talk about, how you transition into the sale. And you've got to get clear on all those things. And as your clarity grows it makes that bubble in the middle of that triangle bigger. And so it goes from being small to expanding. And as that expands, it pushes out on the three sides of the triangle, which are your confidence, your courage, and your commitment. And they don't always grow, sim- you know, like exactly the same on each side. You might you might get a little bit of courage first to go do something. <laughs> and then your confidence starts to build the more you do it. And But you can't be committed to something that you're not really clear on. So, that commitment starts to grow as you get clear. And circling around that clarity trifecta as if you want to make a lasting change is consistency. Yeah. And so, you know, in order to build momentum, you've got to be consistent about something. And the same thing is true in speaking. If you really want to get good at it, and that's why I said, practice, 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 like you've got to get out there. You've got to, You've gotta find the courage to take the first step and get up on a stage, right? And then the next stage and the next stage and you'll grow and it'll expand. And then your momentum starts to build because you're being consistent. And that's when you can get the snowball effect and have a bigger impact and be able to get in front of larger audiences and share your message in different ways. And so by applying that, it can apply to so many different scenarios you will start to see that when you start to get stuck on your confidence, or you can't find the courage to step out and do something. If you go back and start looking at where are you not clear, start asking different questions so that you can get better clarity around what you want to do. It will help you, that piece grow so that you can step out and do what you want.
0: That's so good. I got to get you back on the show because right there, you just pinned Point three subjects that could go on for 20 minutes each absolutely this is a totally amazing so one of the thing is better questions for clarity so we can go over that some other time the circle of ignorance is a concept i call the circle of ignorance say say you get clarity so let's let's help john out here yes so john has an idea he wants to move out of corporate mm-hmm. that's it i've had it Wants to go out. He has an idea. He layers layers on it. He's got confidence. Very intelligent. Commitment is there because of the intense rage of the moment. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So rage is getting out. Sorry. He's committed to getting out. Exactly. But now, the courage. Yeah. Okay. I can do some of this. Some of that. When you have the, the, the clarity at first is very clear. I got this. So everything inside the circle is what you know and is sure of and everything outside the circle is what you don't know and not sure of.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But the thing is, as when your, your zone of clarity or your zone of knowingness uh, expands, mm-hmm. well, then that's why they said the more you know, the more you realize you don't know because your surface of ignorance gets, also gets greater. Because everything outside the circle, you're not sure of and you don't know. So at one point, it can get pretty overwhelming. That's why I always say to John, you got a corporate job, you're making 150, 200 a year, making mm-hmm. 85 a year, whatever it is. You don't want to hard stop that and go straight to the other thing because consistency is one of Miss Hammer time here tricks. Speaking of Russell Brunson, he says the first 40 episodes of your podcast is just you clearing your troth. <clears throat> yeah haven't found your rhythm yet. Yeah. So by the time if you want to go with the content strategy or the paid ad strategy, now paid ads without clarity is burning money. <laughs> Absolutely. You're just throwing it away. So so the, the crossfading principle of keep that job, maybe work something else. so You got a little bit more free time mm-hmm. and then start crossfading in your courage, your commitment, your confidence, and your clarity enough so you have enough of a message to start bringing in money and business because it will take a while. You you just don't throw up a video on YouTube and become a millionaire. What's wrong with you? Right. Right? Yeah, but people
1: look at the people who are making millions and think it can be that easy. They look at people who, you know, are... Advertising to them because as soon as you say I'm going to leave my job and start a business, you put this entrepreneur hat on, and Facebook and Instagram and like they all know, (laughs) and they start targeting you, and you get these targeted ads for things like take this course and do this and create an online course and you know do this webinar and sell this program. Fill in the blank. (laughs) Yes. Business. Oh yeah. Most of them are not the right things for you to be doing when you're starting a business. And so you can get sidetracked. So that circle of ignorance is totally out there. It's something that there's so many pieces to that. But having someone to help guide you through that process so that you're not, I would say, doing the you got to do the right things at the right, right time. And so many times people are doing the right thing, but at the wrong time in their business, right? So there's a time and a place for everything.
0: And you're you're, you're even better doing the right things wrong. Yes. Doing the right things, you're doing the right things.
1: Exactly. So, you know, being able to apply those, how how do you do this? How do you make that happen? How do, you know, those are all pieces that will come together by asking the right questions, asking the right people the right questions, because you have the wrong person. You're gonna get the wrong answer, and then you're gonna be down a path that's gonna cost you a lot of time and money.
0: And in the corporate, there there might be more vetting. Yes. And a lot of these people, oh, I got a phone. I'm just gonna mute my thing here. Somebody will answer the phone. In the corporate world, the the shiny object syndrome is less of a problem because there might be 10, 20 people involved in the decision. Right. Somebody wants so somebody's very angry at his job that's it i'm out Mm -hmm. okay commitments right there i got confidence but maybe sometimes even liquid confidence a little bit sometimes right some people do that so that that's a bad idea right there and then okay this new key that i saw online advertised at 3 a.m it's only two thousand dollars if i buy people don't know that all these dynamic timers are all it's all automation baby yes Never buy something online because of a timer. It's all automated, okay? I can show you how to do it, and I do it for some people, okay? So, yeah, I'll use that ethically. So, okay, well, this will give me the courage I need because it's, it's got all the steps. And then they go to the shiny objects. And then what they don't know is that, oh, my God, then there's this I got to learn. And then there's this I got to learn. But the fundamentals bring it right back to the first thing. Tammy said, you got to narrow down where you're leading them. You got to make them feel something and move them along that path. Yes. And if you combine that with cross-fading your selling mechanism, not a dead stop, so you you keep a straight face the whole way through, I believe just this little talk can help John.
1: John, I hope this gives you a lot of inspiration and courage to step out and do it. <laughs> because, you know, this we're all meant to share our messages. We're all meant to get out there and show people what we can do for them, how we can help them, how you can serve them, whether, you know, you have a service or a product doesn't matter when you can, you know, one of the best ways that you're going to use no matter what phase of business you're in is speaking. And there are lots of other tactics and and tools and strategies to get clients, but Speaking is one that you're going to do at every single phase of your business. And so focusing on that, getting your message clear is one of the best things you will do for yourself.
0: We're running out of time on the show. I got to get you in again. This has been amazing. I can already tell John loves you. Where does he go if he wants to know more or get the book or something?
1: Yeah, you can go to my website, Tammy Jaffe. It's T-A-M-I-J-A-F-F-E. And you can get my book there. I've also got um, some amazing free items to help you going from corporate to what I say is cash in your
0: business. Beautiful. So John, remember also as a meta concept that information is not transformation. Every video you watch I don't care if it's Tony Robbins or the Dalai Lama in person. Any video you watch, do not. it should come with a warning. This will probably not transform your habits, right? So information is not transformation. If you want transformation, that's the type of stuff we do. So reach out to us. In the meantime, I encourage you, as always, to keep on rocking in the free world.